episode 31 man i've been working hard putting in the work i think overall this is like episode 82 between the two seasons so let me pat myself on the back um but i appreciate everybody that's been watching supporting liking sharing commenting whatever you've been doing i sure appreciate it you know you didn't have to do it but you did and we are appreciative here at key to the city podcast i want to thank my last guest that we had on the show um for episode 30 we had um Daryl Arnold. He's a financial literacy educator. And uh, we all need to know about how to manage that money, especially during these uncertain times that we're going through right now. So we're glad that he stopped through, shared some time with us and dropped a few gems on us. And just like with the episode with uh, Daryl, we aim to provide you with quality content, quality guests. And today's episode is no different. And I'm super excited about this one. It's kind of like life coming full circle. Uh, right now, uh, me and this young lady attend the school together, and uh, she's definitely doing big things by motivating and encouraging us, everybody that's out there, uh, to keep moving, remaining strong in our faith. And it uh, it hits more, um, it's heavier uh, during these times right now uh, that we're facing. So we're going to be speaking to her. She's an inspirational writer and motivational speaker. And uh, she just released a book entitled Healing the Body of Christ. Um, so we'll find out more about that and uh, find out what inspired her to get on this journey. You understand that? So without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Kim Folk, welcome to the show, Dr. Ava Sparks. What's going on, Queen? Hello. Hello. It's going hey. well. How are you? Hey, I can't complain. I'm blessed. Uh, long, I always say as long as I can breathe and I'm on, I'm on, and I'm on this side of the earth, everything is all right. Everything good with you? Yes, everything is well. I can't complain either. Uh, I'm glad you uh, devoted some of your time to us today. Uh, super proud of you. Like I told my guests, uh, we attended school together and I just, I always knew you were destined for great things. Uh, although you're so quiet in school, but you know. Seems like you blossom now and come out of that shell and you're out here helping people like me who may be going through it uh, mentally and emotionally. And we just trying to survive. Uh, but before we get into that, just tell my audience a little bit about you, your background, where you're from, where you attend the school, things like that. Yes, um, I was born in Gulfport, Mississippi, but I was raised in Jackson. Okay. Um, as uh, Keone uh, mentioned, we went to Terry High School, so Terry High School alumni. And That's then right. I uh, progressed to Tougaloo College, so Tougaloo. And okay. then uh, for my graduate degree, graduate degree, I went to the University of Arkansas for Medical Sciences, and I got my PhD in biomedical sciences there. Wow. And, uh, yes. I'm not surprised. You're always smart as a whip. Uh, <laughs> so uh, what was your career like, your professional career? Um, um, it was interesting. But research, it's, it's uh, you have to be very... Um, uh, resilient because a lot of things do fail um, when you're trying to make something happen and learn and discover things. So it was, it was really educational. Mm -hmm. um, I did research, research in breast cancer and also in type one diabetes. Um, and both of those experiences were very enlightening for me. I was, I really enjoyed the work, mm -hmm. but then I transitioned into one of my passions, which is writing. 
Right, right, right. So when you started writing, did you um, start off with self-help articles, self-improvement, or was did you even dabble in any fiction or anything? Well, I, I think I've, I haven't published. This is the first thing I've actually published. Um, <laughs> but first I started with poetry, then it progressed, and then I tried to do a little um, fiction. Uh, and I haven't published any of that work, but then I de um, determined to my first thing to publish would be inspirational, inspirational writing, just to encourage people and and just you know share some things that I believe that would uplift and and, and empower people to live better lives, um, or at least uh, go forward in their purpose. And right. so I started. I love poetry. I just love like uh, just words, and so mm -hmm. that's how I kind of started first, just poetry, and then kind of dabbled in a lot of different types of writing. Right. And words are powerful, right? That's what they say. Yes, they um, are. And uh, I'm glad you mentioned purpose. I was kind of going to save this uh, question uh, for deeper in the interview, but I'm glad you brought it up uh, because it's something that I struggle with personally. And uh, it's a battle with trying to identify. I'm sure most people struggle with identifying our purpose. Why are we here? You know, what are we here for? Um, and I think sometimes, well, I know I have, I had the tendency to associate uh, my perceived gifts with what I'm doing professionally, what my career is. And that's not always the case. Yes. Uh, so I want to know, like, from your point of view, do you believe our God-given talents or gifts are directly aligned with our purpose in some way? Yes, I believe that... Um... Our gifts, they are aligned, but we have to determine not necessarily is our purpose defined totally by our job, our profession. Mm -hmm. And so we have other avenues of of um, sharing those gifts, sharing those talents. It may be through hobbies. It may be through things on the side that we, we, we you know, share what we have a passion for. And some things, some people, is also when you can have your passion be the main thing and right. and um, and push it forward. But sometimes it, it I think it, it depends on the person. You know, we can have a desire for something, and uh, I, I say don't don't put it aside. Still work at it, but it doesn't mean that that might necessarily be your profession. I don't think sometimes, like you said, it doesn't kind of it doesn't operate that way all the time. I think I'm starting to recognize that uh, one of my gifts may be that I'm a people person in some mm -hmm. way, shape or form. I'm able to interact with anybody. Uh, like the old folks say, I never met a stranger. Yeah. Um, and I think I kind of used that and combined it with this platform that I have now um, to not only interact with people, but find out more about them and I guess provide more exposure for their product or their service. So, I feel like I'm on that path, uh, yeah. but I'm not a hundred percent yet. So it's like this interview is right on time for me. Um, did you have any experience personally or things that you witnessed that uh, kind of inspired you to go down the path of motivational speaking? Well, um, even when I was in uh, graduate school, I mean, I, actually undergrad, I, I like, I, this is what I wanted to do. But okay. then it was like, I have like, I'm, you know, I'm trying to pursue this biology degree and everybody's like, this is where you're supposed to be at. You know, right, this right, is, right. you're good at this. So, and I was like, uh, okay. So I just, I didn't put aside my writing, you know, I didn't put aside my desire to want to encourage people. I just didn't make it. It wasn't the main thing. 
Right. It was just one of those side things I did. If I was sitting, I would encourage people with whatever they were going through at that time. I would write my poetry and share it. You know, when social media became big, I would share it at those opportunities. And so it's like I didn't put it aside, mm-hmm. but um, which was important because it's like it's it a passion. But I did did make, you know, getting my degree in biology my main thing at that time. And I, you know, some people may see like, how did she go from there to this, you know? Right. But I think actually my my path through that empowers me to do what I do now. You know, I learned things. I met people. I experienced life. And so I don't think those there's takeaways, you know, right. from, from whatever path you take. But I, I still say don't put aside your passion. Don't put aside what you love. But there are seasons. And so it wasn't that season at that time. And I had to figure that out myself. Right, right, <laughs> I did right. go through that, you know, like I don't want to, you know, trying to change my my uh my path or my what I was going to get my degree in and just saying you know let's just stick with this and just see how far it goes but not put aside what I actually think I may go to you know it took what almost 12 years before I got into it but I'm here now so okay and that's all that matters and it's funny how we along our journey we can take um I guess traits or attributes or responsibilities that we had at previous jobs and combine them or mesh them with our passion and it all kind of like comes together for the greater purpose like yes it's amazing that's a sign of god right there yes i believe i believe it you know um i think a lot of people they 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 try to put god in a box but i think he's just as imaginative and creative with how to mold us as we Mm -hmm. are in molding other things and so Mm -hmm. it is not a set out path for people i mean he can use anything to um to give us the character or the skills or the, the mindset to pursue our purposes. Facts, facts, facts. Now you are also uh, the founder of uh, Spark Ministries. Uh, what is, we know motivational speaking is a part of it. Uh, what's all under the umbrella of Spark Ministries and what is their mission? Um, well, the, the mission of a Spark Ministries is the motto is igniting a spark that inspires. And so that's all about, either through um, sharing a word, um, encouragement, even actions, or even just sharing instances in my life, encouraging people to want to grow in their faith or or want to be a part of community, want to grow in love, want to be devoted to something. It's just, just igniting a spark that says, let me, reminding them or, or just driving them, encouraging to continue to pursue that thing that you believe this in front of you. Don't put it aside. Just pursue it because it's going to bring something. It's going to bring value to your life. And it may not be easy. You know, there may be a, 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 a bit of effort that we have to put in there. But um, it's just encouraging that voice behind you saying you can do it, you know. Mm-hmm. And we will, we will like to, you know, branch into a, a lot of other outreach things. But we're just getting started. So we're just going to take it one step at a time. Right. As you should. And um, let's get into healing the body of Christ because we're pretty beat up right now. Um, (laughs) Yes. um, Can you briefly describe the process of publishing your own book and um, what can we expect from it? I haven't had the time to delve into it uh, just yet, Mm -hmm. uh, but what can we expect and uh, what was that process like? For me, it was, I'm asking about, you know, asking a bunch of questions. It was my first time and, um, I was just seeing what everybody else was doing. You know, did you self-publish? Did you go through a, um, a publishing company? And 
And then someone told me about uh, a trilogy publishing, um, a TBN uh, branch that was actually, you know, um, publishing books. And I was like, okay, let me try that. Mm-hmm. And um, so I c- connected with them and they, you know, gave me their, their spiel. And I was like, okay, that works for me. And right. so I did take, once I got started, I did, I did see that my work needed a little bit more editing. So I actually went to um, another editing company. Mm-hmm. And we did that. And so I just try to make, I wanted to make the best product for people, made it, make it as readable and as um, relevant as I could. And right. so I listened to other people, you know, editors and, and what they, their inputs in, on the book and, and tried to, you know, form it to something that I can give to the public and they can, they can take it and actually be able to get something from it. So it was a path. It was a learning uh, process for me, but I am, um, pleased with what, what what I ended up with. And Healing the Body of Christ, um, the reason I wrote it, and actually started with the question that I had in undergrad, it was like, why is the body of Christ sick? You know, if we're, if we're, if we're a part of Christ and he's the great physician and we have all these promises, why um, are we dealing with so much? And then that yeah. was kind of like my immature mind thinking that, but as we know, everybody has to deal with something. This world is cruel. It's, you know, people are people. And so we're going to all have to deal with something. But then my mind begins to say, how do we deal with it and deal with it well? How do we struggle and at the end actually get somewhere? Mm-hmm. And so this book is about just reminding and sharing the tools and the the um, character and things that God avails to us. So then not do we only struggle and, and get frustrated, but we struggle and we actually make progress in our life. And the scripture tells us that uh, Jesus tells us that he gave us, he comes to give us abundant life. And yes. so this book is about showing us that we can have better. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean that our circumstances actually change, but we ourselves can change and then, you know, impact that the surround us. And I'm sure we all have heard that analogy about the coffee beans and the carrot and the egg, you know, you put it in the hot water and either you can let it change you or you can allow those things or you can change where you're at um, by what's in you. And so it's about putting in good things mm-hmm. and then allowing those good things to impact and bring a positive uh, uh, change uh, uh, in the people and the circumstances around you. So it's like first say, look, let's look at me. Let's look at me right. and see what I can do to give myself the right mindset so that I can do something about what's around me, you know, make that positive impact. It's definitely all about mindset. And uh, when I transparent moments, I was going through something a few years ago and I had just got so um, down in my faith. And uh, I was almost convinced that God just let me out, left me out there. And, uh, you know, um, but that was a negative mindset I had. Uh, I was using energy to um, feel pity for myself and think of all the reasons why I should be feeling the way that I am, as opposed to kind of uh, gaining the energy to reflect on situations that I've been in similar to this and how he brought me through and uh, use that as an example of this is just another storm. And uh, as long as you're on this side of the earth, you're going to have them. But how can we deal with them? You know, how yes. can we still cope and manage and continue to live an abundant life? So thank you. We need this. And uh, right there, Ken Folk, you see on the screen uh, how you can order the book. Uh, go support. You can also visit a- uh, 
asparkministries.com. Uh, Go check them out. Um, I'll definitely be doing the same to support. And uh, not only just to support you, but um, I think it'll be beneficial to my walk as well. So thank you for this gift, Queen. Uh, yeah. Do you have any um, upcoming events where people can possibly um, get physical copies or have their physical copy autograph or anything like that? Yes. Um, on December 12th, uh, we'll be in Jackson, Mississippi at the Green Bean um, Coffee House. Um Kenya, mom premier, she's actually also a, two, a, a Terry High uh, School alumni. She's opening up her coffee house, and I'm going to be doing a book signing there. We're going to start off at 11 a.m. with a, you know, a book reading and a Q&A. And then at 11.15, we're going to go throughout the day with um, a book signing. And that's in downtown. Um, I can't remember the address right off the top of my head. I apologize. But uh, Green Bean Coffee House downtown Jackson <laughs> will be there December 12th. And we will be requiring masks and we will be doing the whole social distancing thing. And just to be safe, you know, keep right. everybody nice and healthy. But we do want to see you all and um, come to support and get your signatures. And even if you have the opportunity, come and listen. And that, that portion is actually going to be RSVP. So if you want to participate in the reading and Q&A, then do go to the website, asparks.com, and go to the events page so you can RSVP for that portion of the book signing in Jackson, Mississippi. Will do. Y'all heard that? She don't have the address on it right now, but I know you got Google. <laughs> yes, I apologize. And uh, last question I got for you. This is kind of a... Uh, personal question, but it can be applied generally. Um, do you believe that our constant advancements in technology kind of like diminish our dependency on upon God? Like I, th I think with like anything, you can take it one way or the other. I think, you know, technology has been awesome for ministry, you know, just right. as it can broadcast good things and broadcast um, bad things also. And so I would, I'm not going to demonize one thing, but I will say that we do, we can have a tendency to um, utilize technology and put aside our time with God mm -hmm. or take that time using it rather than getting something good or inspirational. We are, or we can consume things that are not as helpful or are negative. And so right. I wouldn't say that it's, it just depends on how you use it. I think with right. most things, it just depends on your mindset and, and the usage of technology but i think it's awesome the yeah. the things that is done for the word of god and you know bringing forth the gospel to people so yeah he says it's gonna reach out the four corners of the earth i know so. he has to do it some kind of way right <laughs> exactly exactly <laughs> uh well Quinn, we thank you for stopping through uh today and uh inspiring us and encouraging us to keep pushing forward uh despite the obstacles that we face uh how can people follow you um let's get your social media handles one more time Yes, I'm. I am on Facebook and also Instagram, and it's all at a spark men, a spark men dot um a spark men, uh on both on Facebook and Instagram. Okay. Um, and and then you also have my website a spark ministries dot com. Definitely, definitely, y'all go support this queen. Uh, if you need a word as well, uh, she got one for you. Follow her pages. Uh, be inspired, and uh, we thank you for all you're doing and. Personally, you know, I'm super proud of you. I could drop a tear right now, but I'm I'm a man all up in here. So. <laughs> I appreciate your support. Yes. Yes, man. Yes. Anytime. And uh, hopefully we'll have you back in the future and uh, 
I want to have you in person once all this Corona stuff died down. Yes, that'd be awesome. All right, well, keep on pushing, Queen. This is the Key to the City podcast. I'm your host, Keone G. She is Dr. Ava Sparks. This has been another episode. We love y'all. Peace and blessings. Thank you, Queen. Have a good day. All right, you do the same.